Welcome back, Rage Nation. Definitely not PR friends. Myself, Pete. He needs to stop, like, fucking getting cute with these kicks. John the Mountain Man Stokes. You're not putting them on my models, motherfucker. Chris the non-tech Asian. Put the tape measure up and get some wages. You, yeah, no, you really frustrated me. You walked away and you came back and your scalpel had been thrown across the room. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. I will will share with you my one rage quit story. Dude, I'm a robot and I don't have a solo across now eight. This is going to be a really great opportunity for everybody to see how you effed up. Welcome back, Rage Nation. We are at it again. Got you here, but this one's going to be a little different. We had a full cast recording about EDS and going to be the next keyword that we talk about and yeah i'm actually not on this one so i'm just gonna sit here and give you some quick info uh yeah so make sure that you guys are supporting us you can do that through uh instagram you can do that through twitter you can talk with us even on our discord page don't forget to look at ragequitwire.com uh, we put a at least one mark article up there usually a month i uh, try to do at least two uh definitely check out the youtube channel we are giving away a title box of your choice or a core box of your choice. Uh, once we get to four, 500 subscribes, we're going to give away to one random uh, subscriber. And then once we get to 1,000 on YouTube subscribers, we're going to give away another box as well. So make sure that you guys are subscribing, get people to check it out. we got a couple cool videos on there. And the more we get, I mean, the closer we get, the faster we get, the more free stuff you get. So get on there. Uh, also, if you want to support us directly, go to patreon.com slash ragequitwire, where you can support us for as little as a dollar. Got a lot of great content coming up. You got this episode this week. Next week before Christmas, you're going to have our annual airing of grievances episode. And then finally, to wrap up the new year, we got some cool information that we want to put out there for people looking to go to Las Vegas Open. They got a great Malifaux event out there. And uh, yeah, I got some awesome guests to talk about that. So I think with that being said, take it away, boys. Welcome back, Rage Nation. This is uh, Dixon. And today we actually have, as you can tell, something completely different. Uh, Pete cannot join us today, but we can still handle it. You know, he's going to be the one editing this later. So thank you, Pete. Pretty big shoes uh, to fill, though. And over here, we are going to be talking about EVS. We had to get somebody from the outside because the only person that we actually had is Chris. And honestly, I think he feels like me that EVS is not. It sucks. Really good. Mm, that's great. She is best grandma. Hey, man. I, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I don't think she's terrible. I think that in consideration with the faction, like, she's the lowest rung on the totem pole. I thought it was Cooper, and then I saw her, and I was like, oof, mm. never mind. Cooper's pretty bad, But, 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 before we continue, I'd like to present Mr. Brody. Hey. Of Maxine Agassi fame. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Mark Bowling, who uh, joined us on the last podcast, and we brought him back because we like his vibe. <laughs> And they're both going to try to convince me why is EVS not bad. I mean, really, they're trying to convince me because I'm the Explorer player. But That is absolutely true. Convince Chris. Make Chris like the, the keyword. All right. 
I mean, I'm sure I'll just convince you to play Maxine too, not the entire keyword, but hey. Yeah, and in the interest of um, transparency, I have not played Maxine 1. I've only played Maxine 2. Oh, so I'm going to have to talk about her as well. Okay. <laughs> how, many, uh, how many games do each of you all have into uh, both of them? Uh, about not 50 with Maxine 1 and about 25, maybe approaching 30 with Maxine 2. I have way less than that. We will leave it there. I um, As soon as the titles came out, I just stuck to Maxine 2 and have been playing with her since. I've played a couple of the other ones, but that's because I played too many games. Yeah, I didn't start playing her till after Malifaux Burns released, and I just have not seen a pool where I'm like, why would I play one instead of two here? Yeah, it is a bit like that. Like, I like Maxine 1 and have played her quite a bit, but yeah. To be honest, I think you could play my my version of Maxine 2's list into pretty much any pool. There's faction considerations that you change the list, but the list is incredibly so, flexible. So, see, this is the thing. What I hear is EVS is good only with Maxine 2. <laughs> I mean, see, that, that, there see, this, that's a problem. There are things you can do with Maxine 1. Like... Like what? When when would you ever pick her? Because Mark just said the game. He just he just said the truth. I don't see a reason why would I ever use Maxine one. I mean, yes, I can't I can't argue with that. Beforehand, I loved Maxine, <laughs> but I put her similar level to Anya around fourth in the faction because Cooper's bad. Um, I while I agree that Anya's good, I've never made her work. She always just gets gimped in the middle of the game. Or not even the middle, like turn two. Turn two. Yeah. <laughs> and like I played I mean, lots of Cornelius. He's good, but not I've actually never had Anya die in the game, go figure. <laughs> I I mean that was I, Chris, I, but I played like her as probably six or seven games. Yeah, I, I, I she's always alive at the end of my games, but I, I I use her more as like a scheme runner and then somebody that um picks off the weak or the stupid. I mean, fair. I play pretty aggressive with my Masters. Like, I've had lots of games with Ivan, have lots of games with Nexus, and I just play them ripping things in half. Like, Ivan's busted and will just win an entire game by himself. <laughs> okay, so still, saying, saying Maxime 2 is, like, great. I get that, but now you got to convince me then, when is Maxime 2 better than, say, Jetsa, who is my favorite keyword in Explorers, and or Ivan or you know uh, what you call it Cadmus like those three are really really good and they're fun for a lot of people. They are. So some when the, when do you want to go for Maxine too? They are some of the toughest um, competitors in in to be honest Malfoy. Those three keywords are ridiculous. Um, for one, Maxine two is a lot more in your face and sure like. Jedza can be in your face, but she's kind of a find a location and move the bubble around, whereas Maxine can spread out a lot more. So things like having breakthrough or spread outflank, even though you probably shouldn't take it, is potentially yeah. easier. I just wouldn't take it, to be honest. Um, and you also don't have to pay the extra points for having some of the best models in the faction. Yeah, that is another thing. Like The fact that Beeb and Calypso exist is an honest argument to take EVS. You get them for cheaper, and they're probably even better than they are out of keyword, because that's true. They have into keyword synergy. You get cards. The keyword loves cards. Um, one of the ways I think of 
to be honest. Uh, um, one of the ways I think of Maxine One, to be honest, is she's less like card draw and more hand pressure. Because if you look at you know the average hand, you have a couple of severes, a couple of moderates, and you probably try and get as many extra moderates as you can. But most of those cards won't be better than a nine. And because Maxine One can cycle through them, you get card pressure on your opponent because once they've cheated their two severes, you're most of the time beating them because you cheated in a nine. And then hmm. you get to use that severe when it's when it's time for you to cheat. It's just it's win-win. And it's so demoralizing yeah, and it's such a head game. Yeah. Because that was my like my experience when I was playing against Maxine, and it's not that much, it's probably like maybe five or six games against her. Mm-hmm. Is if I ever run out of a ten in my hand, I'm boned. Yeah, the so game I opens up pretty much it cuts you in half. Yeah, because they pretty much just like start getting free cards that are nines. Yeah, and so you have to constantly be aware of that in the back of your head. It's like, okay, this has to be for this one attack that's going to happen at this point in the round, and it just continues to do that every single round. It's it's basically a a, a test of uh, discipline. Yeah. Whenever you're playing against EVS, that was my experience, but I also probably didn't play, you know, somebody of your caliber. Yeah. So, like, if we're sticking to Maxine 1, like, my first turn, you send, tend to kind of set up, you give out focus. But after that, I don't even play her as a support master. She actually has some pretty good kill potential by herself because you can shuffle all of your reconfigure suit into your opponent's deck, and then they all count oh. as ones against her. And. It's not good when you flip ones against her because she's probably yeah. going to be on a straight flip. Yeah, I do hate that. I, I forgot that that was it also. I, I, I pretty much run away from her. That's actually a yeah. thing. I don't try to kill her. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> that's fair. Um, and, and this is the problem when I compare it to Maxine too, is she does what I was doing with her anyway. <laughs> well, Chris, do you have any like questions that would probably convince you or at least give you a better you know feel of it uh well i have not tried maxine 2 so the only real uh, uh change of mind that i could undergo is maxine 1 um until i try maxine 2 fair but uh what uh what are your basic uh, i know you said that you know the lists kind of change but what's your core list when it comes to maxine so 1 and maxine 2 Hilariously, my list doesn't change between titles. My list is kind of tuned into exactly one list. Um, It only changes depending on your opponent's faction. So I take Winston Finnegan as actually my first purchase because it's a keyword about um, cards, and having an extra one is always impactful. Um, Then I have Harata because Harata is amazing. Um, He gives a distraction aura, which makes Maxine hit things better. his huckers are amazing. He's also a New Zealand character, and that just makes me feel a little bit good inside being a New Zealander. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Hey. When I heard Dixon talking about Perdita, I was like, I know how you feel, because it's like, yeah. oh my god, there's a character who represents my people. Heck yes. I mean, I'm not Mexican, but I was still like, oh my god, they speak Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> Like Maxine has just this this like plain this like even efficiency that never that never decreases. She's always at the same efficiency from the beginning of the turn to the end of the turn. Whereas you start with a certain certain number of cards, uh, you start with a certain number of cards, and you whittle your opponent down, and your efficiency stays the same as your opponent's efficiency decreases as the turn goes on. 
Um, but then I take Vernon and Wells because they're just good. They go do stuff. Um, they're just just good. Like there's not much to say about them. Uh, and then I have the archivist because he's a busted model and he draws cards. Huh. So so far one EBS model. <laughs> and then the last thing is dependent on faction. So I have Beeb and Calypso because they're ridiculous models. However, you can't play them into our castle guild. Why? Why not? Because you're if you're playing against outcasts, they take 33 and they shoot Beeb in the void. Or if you're playing against Guild, they take a Death Martial Recruiter and charge him. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. You don't even have to do uh, 33. You can just do Talos. Yep, you can Talos, do Talos will also do the job. Yeah, so. I mean, in that case, it depends on what the matchup is and what they choose. But they just choose someone with From Beyond and they kill them. And that's bad. Correct. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I didn't even think about that. That's... Yeah. So huh. the change to the list is I drop Vernon and Wells and Beeb and Calypso, and I put in a machinist with flush with cash and Kia. Kia's good. I like Kia. Kia. Kia is good. The problem I have with her just in general is you want to be doing the really high irreducible damage to something to just cut it in half. And henchmen and and um and masters just stone you to a negative. Like you're not gonna get a straight. And when you're not at a straight, you get two irreducible damage and you feel sad. So those are my lists. And I just swapped the title. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, oh my God, this is much better. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that, that is what happened when I was playing the keyword. I was like, this plays how I was going to play Maxine 1, but better. And like, yeah. Maxine 1 can do a bit more like making your stuff faster and more scheming but the list doesn't lose much while gaining the ridiculousness that is maxine too i just you still have inconsistency you know that right like i'm still trying to be you know and i'm trying to cross over that fence <laughs> why what can you do okay what's your, your your best strategy then tell me a strategy that you're like oh my god this is the best thing ever um probably corrupt really yep why is that? Because he can toss things around, or you have Calypso and like oh, yeah. Calypso. forever. Calypso is the reason he hoons across the table and just pushes your opponent off the the marker. And this one it okay. probably works better with Maxine one because you can have set up fast on them, and then really? they can go get three actions to push someone off a marker, which is really good. And hmm. probably can you do fast on both of them? Uh, you can't put that on both of them, but you can put it on one of them and. That tends to be fine. Another thing you look out for is Vendetta. Vendetta is amazing. <laughs> oh my god, he's only four points. Uh, well, or no, he's, actually, six, he's six points. You declare Beeb because Beeb oh. can make attacks out of Calypso. Oh dear god! So what you do is you activate Calypso like turn one. You get them close enough to your Vendetta target. You set right. Calypso and do enough damage, not kill them, and enough damage that. The attack from Beeb won't get them. Beeb activates, punches them, and then leaves. And then... Jesus. Or you do it at the end of the turn two. Beeb's there in combat with the target and has triggered Vendetta. And then Calypso activates first next turn and kills them easily. Because, oh, they're only a seven-stone model and I'm functionally a 12-stone model. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> so ridiculous because you can pick a seven point model or a six point model at that point. That's oh, so yeah. Gross. I've, I've killed many like uh nurses in McMorning's keyword, not necessarily them playing McMorning, but it's just like, hmm, pathetic model. I have to focus if I'm playing Maxine 
one or even Maxine two because you don't want to do the six walks on the first turn. So you take two focus as you're going. And yeah, just you cut the nurse in half and the nurse goes, hmm, that was unfair. That was that's unfortunate. That's awesome. Yeah, that's actually, that's, that's really, yeah, absolutely. That's two free points. Does that convince you, Chris, or does it take a little bit more? No, no, I knew it was two free points. I have typically brought <laughs> Beeb and Calypso in my list. I mean, Cassidy, my daughter, 11-year-old daughter, goes, she um, she painted Calypso for oh, me, nice. so I, I've got to I've got to play Calypso. Hmm. I mean, it helps that yeah. he's possibly one of the best models in the game, but you know. <laughs> I um, I have a list with Anya and uh, Beeb and Calypso for my symbols. Yeah. I mean, lots Which of people. Does, yeah. Does anybody here not take BB? What? Just take Calypso? I never yeah. not including no. him. You have to take BB. I take oh my both. God. Yeah. How damn? They're I, I they're a matching they're a matching uh, dress and shoes. I mean, you don't. <laughs> when Beeb's inside, he gets plus one to the stat and gains the reconfigure of tomes, which means you can do janky things like just your attack becomes stat six, ignoring defensive triggers, two, three, four with, well, it's not built in if it's your reconfigure, so you're cheating in nine, so you're on a 15 for the attack. You're going to get massive tentacles most of the time. Hmm. Which is really good. You also get the yeah. fact of Thriller Driller. You can just be in the middle of combat, not actually have to care about your opponent's models and like actually attacking them, because if they have two health, they just die because you cheat two tomes in. The Thriller Driller get both massive tentacles triggers, and they, buy, they both die. Or you can push people out and get out of combat. Because it's a seven. So if you just get a couple of like a one and a two, and then you just discard it to them. Yep. Well, you also can do oh. it with um, Beeb's Another Man's Trash, which draws two tomes most of the time from the deck, right. from the discard. So it's set up. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Well, you said that there was a couple of like, really good synergies for the keyword that make Calypso and BB better. I always see Calypso do the exact same thing. He just like, it's in a random crew and he just goes across the table because he doesn't give a crap and then, you know, scores points. So for what, what is with, different in, in EVS? I mean, there is a bit of that, but in EVS you lean on him more as a beater because you will have the cards to put to him. Whereas often some other crews like, Ivan Cruz, I build my Ivan Crew to not require any cards except for Ivan's cards, because all of the cards in your hand will probably go to Ivan. That's just how Ivan is. Um, so you build a crew that doesn't need anything, whereas in, in Maxine, you have all the cards you need, and he can draw cards with Maxine 1. Or with Maxine 2, he's incredibly hard to kill, because every time you cheat matching your reconfigure, he heals one. Or if someone else does it, he heals one. Or if you're doing it oh, in defense, God. he heals one when your opponent's about to punch him. And you're on a 15. <laughs> we were talking about this. You talk about Breach Burnt. Yeah, Breach Burnt is a horrendously stupid ability. Has no That's... range for where it gets to be triggered. It's just any EVS models. So that between that and calculate the possibilities, he heals pretty much like two to three health every single time. I, I, I see this a lot on Discord. People talk about calculate the possibilities being the amazing thing on it. Eh? You can, one, do it with the tomes that are in your hand, or you can get Cascading Magic, which after the attack flips out five cards from your deck, and you just get to draw one. Doesn't matter if it's a Joker. And any of those, if they're tomes, he heals. 
so you can smash people without having to do calculated possibilities. Yep. And it all it takes is a stone or a high ram. Yep, or just a low ram because you have harassment, which puts your opponent on a negative if they're you're attacking their willpower. That's that's oh my god, that's gross. You turn like moderate rams into severes in your hand while healing stuff and dealing two, three, five, which while isn't a great damage track, your opponent's on a negative to hit, you will probably get a strike. And it's as a Pandora player. What was that? Yeah, as a Pandora player, I can tell you right now, distraction is insanely powerful. It is. is. It is ridiculous. And Maxine too. Brewmaster too. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. Um, Yeah, and you can actually set up the Harata kill in Maxine's activation because of her bonus action, which is functionally a leap for multiple models. Good God. Yeah. (laughs) So you can (laughs) place Calypso, Harata, and Maxine up like it's two inch shockwave you have small base for the shockwave marker so that's five and then you have base size so it's like six uh, six and a half to seven inches depending on the model Hmm. and also clear conditions with the trigger that get built in if she's on the midline okay well so far you've told me two models that have two inch reach (laughs) and calypso who's yeah he might be a one inch but he might as well be a three incher because of thriller driller yep that's pretty annoying. You also That's crazy. You also have one of the best attacks in the game on your totem. See, I was about to ask you. I don't see anything with this totem. Like he was annoying. That was it. So yeah, he's, I really, I, I'm not a fan of the totem. I mean, he's def six, which is nice and annoying. He's move six, and he's significant, so he can just go do schemes if you want him to. Mm-hmm. He has up we go. So he has a two inch engagement, which is good. Sure, it's only stat two, but the target size. And you can move your opponent around while doing two, three, four. Pretty good. He can leave combat very easily with his bonus action. And with Harata, he doesn't survive for me. I mean, he he can survive. It's it's not easy. But if your opponent's killing him, you're kind of okay with that because they've put an effort to kill him and not, you know, Harata, who's pretty flimsy as well, but is far more important to your game plan. Yeah, absolutely. I'll agree with that. You can also put up um, Harata's Haka. I mean, you say that as if Anya didn't exist or Pandora. I mean, both have a totem that needs to be murdered. I mean, yes, but there's also, you know, like Predita with her Nephilim. It's like, who cares about the enslaved Nephilim? If it- I love the enslaved Nephilim for the first two turns of the game. After that, you kill him, it sucks. But Exactly, but it's the that. same. Like Orville with the Haka uh, Neri which is the one that prevents your opponent from getting plus flips against you, is pretty yeah. good when you have concealment. That's true. That's true. I know for a fact that up we go as an insanely good attack, especially with a stat two. Like, because he does hit on par with pretty much like 50% of the models in the game. Yeah. And then there's a third after that. No, more than a third, because the entire Bayou faction <laughs> is pretty much like all levels of either one or four. Yeah. <laughs> They're stupid. Um, so yeah, so like, I know, I know that's a good attack, but I never see him do anything like he's annoying. He's like, oh, I have you in my engagement range or I tossed you into a hazardous terrain and then he dies. Yeah, I, I do agree. So you just count is, on that? He is that sort of totem where it's good, but not going to survive very long. Um, mm. another thing you do with him is just play him as a scheme runner. Like he's speed six and significant. If he just goes up the, the side avoiding models, you're probably going to get a point out of him. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I do find Scout Ahead 
is like yeah. the most annoying thing that he has. It's it, it's annoying, but it impacts <laughs> the game very rarely. Oh, I know. That's why I hate it. Yeah, and I'm not talking about like if I use him, that ability. No, no, no. I'm talking about when I play against him. Yeah, it's like all right. Well, my biggest beater or my most important piece is gonna be here as my first piece, even if I'm not going first. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's like have at it, Orville. Yeah, quite quite a few people that I play against are just too lazy to even split their crew. They're just like, eh, it's not really going to matter, especially in, like, corner and, to be honest, wedge. Like, you don't gain any information from that. So half of the deployments, it's not really having an impact because it's like, yeah, your opponent deployed in the corner or, yeah, your opponent deployed in the wedge. That's true. That's absolutely true. Um, One of the advantages to Maxine 1 is there's a very spicy list where you take Ivan as a second master because I'm uh, a person. <laughs> walk me through that list. Or walk me through oh. that uh, that shenanigan. Jesus. It's 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 very straightforward. You play most of the good stuff from Maxine. So you play, you know, Maxine Orville. You have Winston. You have, I believe I have the Archivist and Harata and Beam Calypso, if that's the points. I can't actually remember if it is. Um but you can use improvised invention, uh, impromptu invention to give two focus to Ivan. Who cares about distracted when you can use uh, focus instead? Oh my god, that's true. Yeah, you also have the spicy accidental. If Harata's in the correct spot, you get distracted on uh, distraction aura on the opponent, and now they're on a negative versus Ivan, and that's even worse. I don't like this. You can actually, uh, you can give Ivan four focus, or no, yeah. I, I guess that's that yeah, but I mean, captain too. Yeah, sorry. But I mean, he he'll activate at the end of turn one, summon a Brock Inspector most of the time, and spend all of his focus. So the next turn, you can just go with Maxine again and give him two focus again. But yeah. most of the time, Ivan wants to then activate again, start of the second turn, and get you another Brock Inspector and probably kill the thing he's attacking. Because who do you pick as the as the leader again for this? Oh, you take Maxine. Because you take Maxine as the leader. Yeah. Because Maxine's keyword's good, whereas okay. Ivan's That's is not fair. really. You also have the fact that you don't run out of cards. I vehemently disagree with Ivan's keyword's not good. Eh. <laughs> what What are you pointing at as good, other than his summon, which he gets because he's there? Gilbert, his totem, Corvus, um, all Corvus of his sucks. summons. Yeah, Corvus, no, no, Corvus no, no, does no, no, suck. No. Um, what? Totems Why does Corvus suck? Corvus sucks. Because he just walks in and does two, three, four, and does very little else. You could take other things that deal far more damage or do far more effective other things. Like just take the archivist if you want someone who does damage. Really? Yeah. Really? Yep. He doesn't. Mm. He hasn't made it into any of my Ivan lists since I started playing Ivan. <laughs> yeah, Corvus. Uh, I have pretty much just put him shelved Corvus. No way. He's, not, he's not great. Yeah, he's not great. Did people just figure him out or something? Because he you was just ignore, You just ignore him. But... Yeah. Like, he does 2, 3, 4 and has no... Uh, he doesn't really have a particularly good bonus action. Hmm. So he's just well, two actions. Back from dealings. Yeah. It's not great, though. It's not like an extra action, which lots of really expensive um, henchmen or enforcers will have a bonus action that is functionally as good as uh, actions from other models. Yeah, yeah so... I don't know if you've heard, but I'm in a tournament tomorrow nice. in another state. So if you keep if you keep spitting out these really good ideas, I might uh, have to try Maxine. 
I mean, if I was given, I mean, are you allowed to take titles? Yeah, yeah, you are. Then maxing two all the way. But if you actually want to win in Explorers, sadly, the answer is just play Ivan the entire tournament and laugh at your opponent. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is the other thing I think about Maxine is we, we almost guaranteedly know that Nexus and Ivan will get hit in some way in like three or four months. That's going to happen. And that leaves room for the person who got the best title and a pretty good normal master to probably shoot up the faction and be side by side with Jedza, is I think where Maxine ends up after those two get hit, unless they don't hit them hard enough, which I'm not going to complain about that either. Yeah, they'll probably hit them pretty hard, but it's all good. Yeah, I mean we're explorers; we have lots of good masters. All of our all of our have... words work well together internally. As long as I've they don't been... touch Jetsa, I'm a happy camper. Mm. Yeah, I love I love my Jetsa bubble. Jetsa is so fun, but. Ivan, um, it's too easy to counter Ivan by just taking nothing higher than willpower five. Eh, Davis are good. Davis are good, but they're not as good as Brock and Spectre. I mean, yes, nothing, not many things are as good as I can kill models without my opponent interacting with me. But you still have Davis who can steal <laughs> attacks, and you still have Ivan just killing people. Ivan is phenomenal. What do you think about Ivan two? He's fun. He's not as good. Okay, I know that you guys are having fun. But <laughs> Will we get back to Maxine? We're talking, yeah, we're talking EVS here. We're talking EVS. Now. It wouldn't be a Rage Quit episode without us going off topic. You mean Chris? You? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're railing the conversation to talk about something other than. <laughs> no, no. I just, I mean, it's known that I don't like EVS. I know. That's That's... I personally like. I love Nagatoro, and I love. I I have a love hate relationship with Calypso because I think Calypso's model look amazing. That's why I'm so disappointed about EVS is they have some of the coolest models in faction. Well, that I think that uh, Brody made a very good point that you have to go outside of keyword, man. Yep, you do. He he literally told you two models that are outside of keyword that you actually like both of. Them. Yeah. Like, the Archivist kills things while drawing cards. That's pretty good for the factually keyword that cares about cards. And no, Infinigan is just awesome. Infinigan's yeah. almost an include in all my lists. I love yeah. Finnegan. I mean, same. They, the, Finnegan and the Archivist make a kind of nice little package. Like, Winston throws up Finnegan. Finnegan heals the Archivist when he needs to be healed because he pings himself for killer late fees and you know the archivist just goes oh look a thing it died wow <laughs> yep it's like me and in, in um mature nephilim yeah like, like every now and then to fix a problem i put a mature nephilim or even just you know a couple of black blood shamans and that does it anyway that's right <laughs> that's right any keyword can actually get a benefit of having these exactly and vernon and wells lets you ignore certain strategies when building your list you can just kind of go ah we'll just send vernon and wells to do it like spread them out is incredibly easy for most deployments and most placements of the markers because vernon and wells can move 15 inches and interact like that does spread them out <laughs> yeah vernon so that was actually wells gonna be... is amazing the only problem is is if anything goes into him the mm. them then they die i mean they don't tend to die immediately Unless they, you know, get attacked with an entire activation's worth of attacks. Like, if it's just 
one like move charge they're not going to die from one attack and then you just drop your shockwave underneath yourself get the push away and then you're out of combat and then you can onwards and continue on with your life so I was going to ask you about this, and it's it's in keeping with Vernon and Wells. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you what versatiles you pick. So you already said Vernon and Wells, and you're going through why you pick them. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Do you, do you pick them only for the mobility? It, it is mostly for the mobility and scheme running. There are a couple of matchups. Like, ironically, Ivan, you want to keep um vernon and wells slightly closer to the bubble because you then get hit in the clouds but i think hit in the clouds is something that distracts people from what vernon and wells actually are which is they're a scheme runner that's what they do absolutely yeah lots of people like i've seen lots of people play with vernon and wells or talk about vernon and wells and they're always talking about that it's like eh you just like 15 inches and interact is a great threat for doing most schemes and most strategies um, but admittedly, that's the only versatile. The other two are out of keyword because they're good models. So, okay, you said corrupted. I gotta know how do you? And you said okay. First off, I'm gonna go backtrack a little bit. You said this crew was good for every strategy. Yep. And you mentioned corrupted, mm-hmm. but I gotta see how do you deal with symbols? Vernon and Wells. <laughs> I, they just. They're the only thing moving around and grabbing objectives? Is that so, what you're trying to so say? You can also have Calypso as they... So, you know, it's turn two, you run through their lines, you kill stuff, and then turn three, Calypso can then start doing schemes and strats, so picking up the symbols. So you've got that. You also have Maxine. Yeah. No, you're actually slightly convincing me now between that and you have a very good backline between Harada and Maxine. Yeah, you're kind of convincing me that this is actually very, very strong. Yeah, so in, in Maxine 2, Maxine doesn't tend to go get stuff. She and Harata stand in the middle and make your opponent sad because she has some very, very reliable kills because they're on a negative flip. Like, no enforcers can put up with that if they, unless they have focus, and even then they're still to a straight flip and she's still stat 6, giving out injured every time she attacks, probably drawing Jesus. cards and healing people. I've, I've had games where Harata went down to about three health and then Maxine activated, cascaded three times, and he was back to like eight. That's just gross. Which is ridiculous. And, you know, in between there, I've probably drawn like a severe, uh, probably two severes and maybe a high moderate or even the red joker because for some reason cascading magic doesn't stop you from grabbing jokers. You can heal a lot, grab cards, and kill models at the same time. That sounds really good, Chris. What do you think? <laughs> hey, admittedly, I can claim. I didn't change your... You can claim. I didn't change your mind, because this isn't Maxine 1 we're talking about. This is flashy new angry grandma with tentacles. Yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't played her, so yeah. I... I can't... I mean, it, it sounds great. <laughs> it does sound strong. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm a little impressed. It's It's pretty pretty damn spicy there's i would say she's probably fine she just had a couple of tiny parts of her card that they just overtuned a little bit and altogether it makes a murder bomb she's also not easy to kill she has nine health but she has a demise that lets her place on the midboard and heal four so she has 13 health and she can place away from danger and heal herself with breach burn man that's crazy mm-hmm 
So she goes from I'm ignoring her and she's probably not doing enough to Jesus, take it, you know, kill it, kill it with fire. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Kill it with anti-demise things. <laughs> anti-demise. Oh my lord, that's right. Like that's that's the way you deal with her. But even then, like if you place correctly, even things like Manos, who have a pretty good threat and pretty good kill potential, if they don't kill her, he dies. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, defense six and the ability to heal. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have armor. She doesn't have anything to defend herself. I mean, so she's just stoning. Stoning and healing. You can kind of think of the breach burnt heal as pseudo armor because when your opponent goes to punch you, you cheat in a card. You're probably not got full health. You heal one and then they hit you, which is functionally the same as armor. Okay, that's fair. I like it. I like it. But yeah, so that's, here. that's the approach to symbols. Um, into turf, it's very similar to corrupt. Instead of you just have to interact, you've got you know your totem who can do it. You've got Vernon and Wells who can do it. So that's not a problem. And caring about killing, the crew can kill. Like I've said multiple times. <laughs> so between cascading magic healing you between two and three car uh, three health on a model within six. An EVS yeah. more than six. So sure, like the Archivist and Winston and Vernon and Wells are going to be a bit more flimsy, but they tend to be like a detached module that goes off and does its own thing. But yeah, for even yeah, I mean, Karata. Yeah, but having a, uh, having a Calypso that doesn't want to die mm -hmm. is pretty infuriating. <laughs> like it's, it's great to watch your opponent get him down to like half health while you're doing all this, and then you activate Beeb. He draws the two tomes. He starts punching and probably heals almost to full. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I've, I've made many well, people do, about that. Does she do anything else other than that? Like healing, beating sounds really good. And don't get me wrong, that's really really good in my book. But other people are like you know movement tricks, movement shenanigans. Like, do you have any other tricks that like slingshot people across the table? Well, so convert to the ley lines, which is her bonus action, as I mentioned earlier. It's a shockwave. Right. That's shockwave two that places anyone within um, two if they fail it. And EBS models can choose to fail it. So it's, you know, six inches, seven inches of move for most models during her activation. Jesus. And she also has split across the worlds, which doesn't come up very often, but in the matchups it does, it's kind of impactful. It stops healing. You target a thing and it can't heal this turn. It also has a little aura around it that whenever anyone heals, that model takes one damage. So you could be standing next to something, do that, then punch it twice, get breach burnt twice, and deal one damage for once per activation, deal one. Oh, shoot. I wasn't even thinking about it as like, hey, that model in Jetsa's crew gets screwed. No, it's also you get to smash people. Yeah, like it's it's not, I don't think it's a game plan that you could build around, but it's definitely like a, oh no, that's McMorning. He's just going to heal a buttload of health in his activation. I guess I'll turn that off and he might take a bit more extra damage. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is that since it's not a plus one damage, that means it's individual instances of damage. Yeah, it's pain so damage. what I'm thinking in my head is like, well, this is great against armor, things oh. which shield it, and things that uh, that do not like to be pinged to death. Yeah. Because you can hit a target that's behind like something important as long as you can see it. Yep. That's nuts. Yeah. 
Her bonus me, action me. also can clear um, conditions. So the trigger that gets built in on the midline, anyone who fails the duel, you just get to name a condition and that condition goes away. So poison stacking doesn't really work on her if she has her way. Sure, you can do it afterwards, but you're not going to be able to rely on it, which is quite nice. She also just this... has calculate the possibilities. Right. So I was about to ask, does this stop McMorning from healing at the end of the turn? Um, because it's end phase, I believe condition damage happens after that, so it doesn't stop it then. That's, but it stops uh, the when he hits something, he heals to, which... Tracking, yep. Which, if you've gone in on McMorning, you kind of need to kill him there anyway, because he's a very yeah. dangerous model. He'll just kill the thing back. Does the Harness the Nine thing, does that ever come in at all? Not really. It it helps with split across the world, so if you can set it up, it's nice. And it helps make converge the ley lines like it needs a three and has the built-in clear conditions trigger. So it can be useful. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> but but I think they were very Almost. careful to not give her a ranged attack. That was good. Yeah, they didn't really give her to use anything to use that on, so Yeah. I mean it builds yeah. in more triggers on her ranged abilities, which is nice. Calculated possibilities on a four yep. is hilarious. Uh, a saying. six. But four no, is on the middle. A yeah. Four. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Uh, and she just hands out stun with that, too. Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, it's the same trigger, I believe, that um, Brick Brain Bryn has. Um, yeah. All of her triggers in her not beat you in the face ability are tomes. Yep. And that means that if she's in the midline, she gets to trigger every single time. And remember, your Revivify, which is the demise that brings her back, puts her on the midline. So you can get set up immediately to go do some slightly more supporting things. Or you can just throw yourself mm. back into the mix and kill something in response. That's that's actually very... What's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's ingenious because you can kill yourself. Say, for example, you're like across the table because you need to do some objective all the way at the end and your, crew, and your opponent's crew doesn't have any anti-demise, right? Mm -hmm. You could potentially uh, either goat your opponent into killing you or trigger a hazardous or something, figure out a way to kill yourself to teleport all the way back to the midline. Yep. That's that's really, really good. Yeah. That's an option. Yeah. That's and normally, a horrible idea. <laughs> I mean, normally she does something similar, except it's not to, like, go get objectives or points. It's she dives in and she kills something. And Chris, I'm not talking about, like, all the time. I'm talking about if it's going to win you the game. Oh, yeah, Clearly. Exactly. Yeah, if you <laughs> if it's going to win me the game, I will kill my own master. Yeah. Yeah, like if you declare an outflank <laughs> for some reason, last turn, get her killed, she teleports to the side, she drops a scheme, there you've got this, You've got half of the second point of outflank. Which yep. you still probably shouldn't take, but you know. Yeah. No, I've killed my master to deny a point of assassinate. Yep. <laughs> I have done this. <laughs> like, this is... <laughs> And it's won me game. So, like, literally, it's a thing that you have to keep in the back of your head. It's like, yeah. you can't can kill, kill her models. to teleport all the way back to the middle. Another thing is, like, assassinate against her is easy to get the first half, but the second half becomes a bit more difficult because you only need to do, like, five wounds to her to get her below half. But to mm. actually kill her is a lot more difficult because she won't stay in that spot. I mean, you've said a couple of things that I'm very... I, again, I'm very curious. And I know, Chris, you, like complex things that are like like kind of a group Goldberg machine kind of thing. Is there any combos that we should be looking for? 
Mr. Brody. So the the main one, is, as I've mentioned, is Harata and Maxine is your kill combo. Right. And we knew that one because we've said it a couple of times because it's like yeah, amazing. It is, it is the main and thing. Apart- I'm not going to lie. Very impressive. But do you have any other tricks? <laughs> um, so again, and links into that, you've got the Archivist who targets willpower as well. So after that, when your opponent has minus three to their stats because of injured, you then have the Archivist shooting at you with your own negatives, which will, again, kill things. Um, apart from that, and the previous mentioned Vendetta combo, those are the main combos. It's a very kind of straightforward punch you sort of list while doing some other stuff, which, huh. I mean, Rube Goldbergs are fun, but often they you get distracted and end up not getting much out of it very distracted (laughs) i I love it though (laughs) i mean fair i have given lucius a couple of tries and the games went well but also i did just kind of sit around flipping cards and not getting much value out of it i honestly i cannot i figured him out in a very good way in my opinion in in neverborn but i have yet to figure him out now in in guild like I've tried them a few times, and it's just like this is just strictly worst, in my opinion. Yeah, I was playing them in guild as well, so that's that's where my experience comes from. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. See, just the fact that you played the archivist with her makes me want to play her because <laughs> I, I really love that model. You you can also think of them as that's two extra cards, that's two more healing from breach burnt. Yeah, that's true. Um, that is true. But yeah, and so I think the crew's pretty damn good. That's why I've been I will not be playing it tomorrow, but I, mean... <laughs> I will take all of the advice and I will go up against Bayou. Do you have any suggestions against Bayou specifically? Um, the Bayou really does not like Maxine. They're below average willpower, and especially things like Soma who like to cluster together. I had Maxine stand between, I think it was five models and Massive Tentacles three times and killed the model I was targeting and dealt like 15 damage in one activation just from the Massive Tentacles. That's gross. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's so gross. Yeah. Cranky doesn't like that when you're not even targeting him and you just accidentally kill him on the next activation because he has four health. (laughs) So yeah, she she can dive into things that like to cluster. Um, her shockwave that her bonus action does can also potentially mm. protect you a little bit from Brewy 2 because he wants to put poison on you. You right. can reliably take that off, and while he can put it back on, you've then taken away a lot of effort that your opponent has done to get you controlled through Tipsy Slide. Does, okay, so in all of this, I wanted to know like anything like from Tide Collar, why is Tide Collar so crap in your eyes <laughs> like harpooner has never night harpooner machinist bow fish barker i actually None think of those guys pretty exist. Good. um my problem with him is he came out at the same time as maxine 2 and i don't think he's good in maxine 2 i think he's actually pretty good in maxine 1 because it gives you a bit of control it also ticks off another one of the suits because one thing i do with building a maxine crew is you want to have as many of the suits as possible. So you have masks with Orville, you have crows with Harata, and you have tomes with Beeb. Maxine one can choose whatever. So you're missing the um, the ram, and Bo adds the ram 
He's also just good healing. I mean, I like the fact that he has Deaths of Malifaux, but like the fact that nobody even mentions him so is surprising. The the ability that whenever anyone within six cheats, you get to move that model one inch is pretty right. damn good. Makes it really hard for one inch engage models to actually do anything because they get in, they punch you. If they cheat, they get pushed away. If you cheat, which you probably will with um, reconfigure, you get out of there. Because the thing is that it doesn't care if it's friendly or enemy. Yep. Yeah. That's super dumb. <laughs> the only reason I have not talked about them is I have been too enamored with Maxine too because they came out at the same time. <laughs> and he really does nothing for her, huh? I mean, there's there's some slightly spicy um, things you can do because his heal is one, two, three. It has the trigger on a ram to get plus one. And then if you are cheating in a ram... You can then get breach burn, so we can heal someone for three, four, five, which is quite nice. Oh, so if you desperately crap. need even more healing in the crew, you can get it. Problem is, the crew has enough healing. Yeah, you probably would have to like get rid of like one of the two guys, and at that point, why would you do that? I see where you're exactly. coming from, because you got BB and Calypso. That's two models. Then Harada. That's three. And Archivist and Finnegan, you have five. Then her and the Totem. That's a seven-man crew. And you have Vernon and Wells. And you have Vernon and Wells, so that's eight. So okay. you have one above average, and you don't really want to get rid of any of these guys. Yeah, they're very strong and highly synergistic, even the ones out of keyword. You don't really want to lose them. Um, so basically, cool. if you ever need Bow Fishbacher, like... And the Maxine shit two. has hit the fan. Yeah, and yeah, Maxine no, no, two no. shit has hit the fan. Maxine one, I yeah, think, yeah, reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned the machinist. The machinist is actually a good model, and I do take him occasionally. Because um, I have the hurricane just randomly cripples things. Like it, it randomly hurt Jack Door out of nowhere in a game I played. Because he yeah. has quite a few auras that it, it actually just ignores. Uh, it can protect yep. you from Keras 2's I chuck 35 burning on myself and fly at you. And, oh, look, you took 12 damage at the, the end of the turn. Just protect you. Because like, I can't. Yeah, you're like, no, I don't. <laughs> exactly. Um, also, Quartermaster is actually a pretty good ability. It's discard a card. It can't target the same model. You gain a shielding. And then if the target was an EVS, you draw a card. So it's cycle plus get shielding. It also synergizes very well with Maxine too, which is hilarious to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Because they can do shielded healing and draw all in one. Yep. Uh, it won't be healing because it's technically not cheating or discarding from your fate deck, sadly. Oh, that's true. But Dang. you are making cards that were crap better, and that's always good when you don't have as much card draw, which is what the, the slight exchanges from Maxine 1 to Maxine 2. Okay, so Machinist is a tech pick, is what yeah, I'm Yeah, he's kind of a tech pick. He also is a good place to put Flush with Cash, because if you can get Flush with Cash on a minion, you probably should, because the minion ability on it's really good. It's just functionally a free soul stone. So seven points to get a free soul stone back is pretty good. Yeah, and it keeps him alive, so you can do things like catch and release a little bit more reliably, which is one of the schemes okay. you can't really do with my standard version because you just don't have any minions <laughs> i mean yeah but like still harpooner type caller and kia which i honestly i've never seen this model on the table so harpooners i just don't like tide caller i think has the problem of 
well, similar to how most people, how some people play bass, is where you use home on the range to get closer to your opponent, and your opponent goes, mm, "Thanks for getting closer to me. I guess I don't have to walk as much." Yeah, exactly. And and with a really? crew, that you feel that way too. Yeah, bass. I, I hate bass. It's I a... think he's good. I just think people are mistaken when they deploy in the middle of the board with home on the range. I think if you're doing like um, flank or corner, and you get to deploy like out on the flanks more you actually get a lot more out of it because your opponent still has to move as much, but you've gained table control. Whereas Tidecaller just does that in a keyword who can already move pretty damn fast. Um, Kia, however, I think Kia is missing just a tiny bit to be good. Like her bonus action is needed to set up her irreducible damage, but it's not good enough for a 10 stone model. However, it's good enough when your bad matchups for Calypso exist. Because if your opponent takes 33 or Kalos or a uh, Death Marshal Recruiter, who are fine models, but they're not busted, um, if they don't get any value from the killing Beeb, you take Kia, and she's still fine. Does she have any, any use, period, that you could take her because of situationally? Um, I, like, I don't see. I have never seen this model if, on the table. For yeah, real. if you I forgot she existed. <laughs> Fair. If your opponent has like some valuable enforcers, she can just cut them in half because unless they have hard to wound, but like you know, high armor enforcers or minions that they care about, um, you can just kind of take six irreducible damage because I had focus, which is pretty good. But she's definitely again a tech pick. She also has ruthless, which is nice. So she needs something to automatically give her shield in. Yeah, which is where the machinist comes in. That's kind of, again, a little module that you can swap out part of the list when you go up against guild or outcasts, because then you can Track it. one shield it from that. You can give one shielded from her bonus action, then she charges in. So she basically needs a machinist. Yeah, she that, and that is kind of the problem. She has a machinist stapled to her, and that machinist probably has flush with cash stapled to her. So it's like 17 points. For a package that, in most cases, isn't as good as B. And there's no way to give her like an upgrade that gives her shielded. Nope. Um, you could play the emissary. The emissary is good, but hmm. okay, just for that niche case, probably not worth it. I gotcha. I mean, it is good just in general. You could probably take it, and it'll be fine. That's fair. Chris, do you take any of these models? Have you even seen like <laughs> the girl? Uh, yeah, I take Kia in my lists, actually. Okay. Which is why you're sitting here saying, I don't ever see her. I've never played I, against you with her. <laughs> I've 100%. Well, you know that's true. That's true. I take her when I play against Pete. How's that? I, I just want to hear your opinion because I like she is like a brand new model for me. Yeah, she's good. She's good, but she has to have mm. setup. Okay. I don't. That's that's fair. As long as I mean, six irreducible damage sound really good. It is nice. It, it hurts when you compare it, it to Joss because nice. Joss does like very Joss. similar but far better. Well, his is like damn near automatic, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I charge. <laughs> exactly. and he has crit strike for some reason. Hey, hey, don't question it. He also <laughs> has like two pretty good bonus actions that both like generate. Almost actions out of themselves. 
you can tell that I really enjoy playing this model with uh, with uh, Hoffman. Yeah, that's why I <laughs> may like, have purchased sh- Hoffman in the uh, Black Friday thing. Yo, I mean, seven irreducible damage for the cost of one action. It's not yep. bad. It's pretty good. It's not bad at all. <laughs> but, uh, like, okay, so when do you use it, Chris? Because you said you use it against Pete. Why do you use it against Pete? Uh, whenever I'm going against Pete playing Hoffman uh, or something on those lines where I need some type of ear yeah. That makes perfect sense yeah. now. Into Hoffman, it's pretty yeah. good. Like, Dude, between that and uh, Maxine 2, that's an answer for Hoffman, actually, now that I think about it. Yep, and because if they're playing Arcanist Hoffman, they can't take the Death Marshal Recruiter. You can also slip in Beeb and Calypso, who have the massive tentacles as well, so you can have some actually... Quite a large number of ping and irreducible damage, which he really doesn't like. I think these are all very good suggestions. Yeah, I think you should. Unfortunately, I only ever play against by you. No, no, <laughs> no, no. I understand that, but like, I know that that Pete has been getting into guild every now and then because he really likes Hoffman. And now we're getting into oh, nice, really the, the thunders. Well, prepare to hate all the thunders. <laughs> I I have a hate, love hate relationship played against thunders because I love the fact that they have answers for everything, but I also hate the fact that they have answers for everything. <laughs> yeah, it's cool as a faction to have lots of answers, but why do they answer yes. my stuff? Exactly. See, you get me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. My problem is, is I keep going against ten thunders and tournaments, and I still pull out, you know, or the, like the last time, die. Mm. But uh, it's still, I don't know what any of these models do, and it's very frustrating. It's a shocking surprise, dude. Like, like, every now and then you play against, for example, have you played against Last Blossom yet? Well, Last Blossom has a lot of uh, shadow markers, and they have a lot of things that, uh, that hit harder, basically, if they're within a certain range of shadow markers. They have shadow Wait, is Last Blossom they have Misaki? Shadow Misaki, yes. Yeah, okay, I played against Misaki this past tournament. Dude had brought two of his snipers, and... yes. One shot at Corvus and then one shot at Ava. Oh, Jesus Ava. Christ, <laughs> that's insane! <laughs> yeah, he flipped the. Uh, he was fishing for the red Joker and pulled it twice. All right, well, that's that's one way of doing mind. it. Yeah, yeah. One shot that B. <laughs> <laughs> you could not have gotten any luckier than he got, and he was. It was just okay all right like i guess what do you do i guess i die (laughs) i don't know what i'm doing clearly (laughs) jesus i mean they're not even like that yeah never mind because like seven damage it's so gross i mean that keyword also has the um thunder archers which are pretty damn good guns Oh yeah, I, I that's what I was thinking about because like I really really like the Thunder Archers because yep. they pretty much ignore everything except cover. And you get right? spat eight with them and blasts. Yeah, that can potentially shadow shoot. pin people. Mm. Yeah, they don't ignore line of sight either. Never no. mind. But yeah, no, they they hit pretty damn hard. Yeah. I mean, there are no austere and twig who just hides behind a building and goes, "Ah, your five health thing dead." Hmm. Well, none of these are good matches. I do love me some Austerity. Mm. So that's that's another question I was going to ask. Like, so how about other models outside of the ones? Like, when would you ever even like tech pick? Would you pick a Austerity Twiggy 
So you have two models with Scout ahead. I have I have built a list that has Austere and Twig and two Imperian Eagles. So you have Scout ahead on four models, which is hilarious. However, <laughs> I don't think it's good. <laughs> is that model have you tried that model, Chris? The 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 No. no? The Imperian Eagle. It's a pretty good model. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. And I played it with um, Cooper 2, who I I don't like Cooper 1, but Cooper 2 is quite cool. He's just a bit more flexible and has like alternate game plans other than I shoot big gun. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Imperial Eagles off on the side, just harassing things and doing schemes is pretty nice because they, again, you... hide behind a building and just shoot. <laughs> Yeah, Dixon, you laugh, but that's all Cooper I know, does. but he I sounded so guns. despondent of it. It's like, like, like Herpeder, I'm Lord Cooper. I'm like, dude, he's better than that. I mean, <laughs> I have he? lost yeah. to him because of lack of experience, but like, he gets shut down too easily. Your opponent puts an sticky model into your face, and he's like, hmm, I guess I sit here, twiddle my thumbs. Punch him in the face. That's basically what he says. He's like, I will punch you in the face. Exactly. Whereas Cooper 2, you get things like tell the Malasaurus Rex to charge and be stat 7 with his jaws, and then you shoot the thing because you ignore the friendly fire, discard a card to get another attack at stat 7 from your Malasaurus, which is just delicious. True. I mean, I can see Lord Cooper also. Since you, you mentioned uh, having Ivan as a second master... I can see Lord Cooper being the master, and then you having the other three models that you said from EVS. No, that's not good because then that'll be three points too expensive. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Most of the time. Well, what about the other way around? What about Lord Cooper one as a you know as a second master? master. It, yeah, I think it's, it's a significantly good. powerful gun. Yep, I think it's pretty reasonable. However, it comes into the problem of explorers. The big gun master isn't the best at dealing range damage. Ivan is. Because really? Ivan is Ivan. <laughs> Ivan's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. I, I had a Ivan like Ivan like Ivan too. Oh, I think he's but good. But he's I could Yeah, I understand how he's yeah. not as good. I, I had a tournament, the first round of the tournament. I played into Guild, it was Dashiell. The only model he had that was Willpower Six was Dashiell. I went forward with Ivan, summoned two Brockens, and won the game 8-1. Like, and there was just Jesus. nothing he could do against the fact that there was two Brockens in his lines just standing there being annoying. <laughs> They're just so damn durable. And they hit like trucks. Yeah, I think I killed Dashiell like top of two. He can top summon those things even if he's not the master. That's right. Yep. He can only get two I mean, summons neither. out, but it'll be two Brockens. <laughs> oh, God almighty. It's just... Jesus, take the wheel. Every single time I think about that. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, damn. See, now I was depressed. I was I was hyped up when you were talking about like all these awesome combos, and then we started talking about Brock and Spectres, and now <laughs> I just want to die. <laughs> hey, if it brings you any comfort, yeah, that maybe. keyword's going to be nerfed in like four months, so you'll be fine. I mean, we don't actually know that yeah. for sure, I except mean, for the fact that everybody and their mothers is, is like pitchforks have been like torches and pitchforks have been running rampant through the halls of yep. of a weird place. I mean, burn them to the. You ground. may tell you what model needs to be nerfed. You may tell you what model needs to be nerfed. The fermented river monks with brewmaster two. I 
Don't That's a spicy take. Yet. <laughs> oh. That is a spicy take that I've never thought I'd hear you say. The men, they're men two, uh, sorry, four, five, six, or their their uh, their track is four, five, six. They can reduce two damage every single time. <laughs> it's they're it. They heal like it's. They also just have two inch engagement on a bad attack, but it counts as engagement. For some reason, yeah, all of all the entire crew has two inch engagement. It's just sick. Yeah. Sadly, I don't think anything related to the titles being a problem will get touched in this next errata, which really? leaves, leaves open the stupidity of McMorning two taken as a second master into Seamus and just removing enemy masters with no resist. It's not like you know. Seamus and McMorning have ever been top tier. I mean, remove <laughs> remove target is not a thing that should ever exist in this game. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Wait, 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 wait. McMorning 2? So McMorning 2 can stitch an action to another model. If you take Vincent Sinclair, he has an ability called uh, Cremation, which has target uh, pyre marker, uh, target corpse, sorry, in italics. If you put that onto Seamus and use his bonus action to do it, you can ignore the italics, and then it just becomes place pyre marker in base contact with the target. There's no stipulation on the target. Then remove the target. And it's a tactical action. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. So first turn, you secret passage a couple of times, have the corpse set up, and go, oh, look, your master is now a pyre marker. Sorry. Like... <laughs> <sighs> and that probably won't get touched. <laughs> um, I mean, if it if if that becomes a problem to the point that people are quitting the game, but like yeah. I think more than likely, what's going to happen is people are going to lock down on having double masters. Yes, I think that may happen if that becomes a problem. Because I, honest to God, I don't understand like why they keep doing it. I think I think pushing for double masters should not be. A thing i think that they should allow it yeah but they should allow it as a separate you know game mode i don't have a problem with it being in the same game mode i have a problem with it i think there's some combos that don't get tested like this one i think it's your classic playing magic the gathering when you realize that a 10 year old card now has a busted infinite combo with a new card and it's like well no one tested it because it's 10 years old who cares but yeah it makes stupid things like this happen <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just like down because, like, damn, that's not. It's not. And good. I'm still trying to see. Like, I'm just gonna go back to like. All right, now I gotta go try out EVS and see if uh, Harada is gonna make me happy with the whole critical thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, but like, I want to try Akia just because I think she looks cool. She and that's about good. it. Just, Does she look good, like like her model? Because I haven't seen. Oh, her. she is pretty cool. She's slightly static. She is just kind of holding a big spear, but it like it's a pretty impose like imposing model. Okay, That's it funny. ain't no like giant Melosaurus Rex, but you know. Yeah, it's my favorite. We <laughs> love him, Rexy yeah. boy. He's, he is great. <laughs> I gotta say, like, I am very sad that I don't think he's good in. Apex. I was told that the new Apex yeah. keyword thingy, what is it? The title. The, the new title, title actually master. makes them yeah. like insanity. Is that true? Yep. Yeah. Well, Cooper has an obey 
and his gun also lets you do a singular obey. It's not technically an obey, it just tells the Rex to charge. Right. And when I mean, it takes attacks out of activation, it gets plus one to its stat, so it's stat six. That. Because it doesn't have a range. The lead the hunt ability doesn't have a range. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, whenever. Mm. So you can get four attacks out of him, two of them are stat seven, which is nice. Again, yeah. does it bring him to the level of Jetsa, Nexus, Ivan, Maxine, or Anya? Probably not, but. Yeah, definitely. Definitely think that he's way better than the first one, though. Yep. <laughs> uh, these are the reasons why I keep trying not to look at EBS or like the fucking Apex keywords because then I want to play them. Because <laughs> as much as I want to like deny, it's like, no, no, I'm a competitive player. I have this small inkling of like snow flakiness lately. I mean, I'm just like, I want to get a bad keyword and make it good. I'm the same. <laughs> I. Like, last night, I played a stupid list. It was Nexus 2 with Second Master Ivan because you can reduce their cheating total with the Parasite tokens. It's not a great list, but it's hilarious. Did you just... <laughs> you just... Yep. Dude, I think I got cancer just by <laughs> listening to that. <laughs> well, Second Master's do... Chris, don't you dare do this to me. That was just, that's just not good. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not even that great, um, but it's fun. <laughs> no, no, well, it's probably not the person doing it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm pretty sure your opponent, the first time that gets sprung on your opponent, he's just going to, like, flip the table and smash you in the face. I mean, <laughs> he, like, played, oh! he played Nekama, which just runs at you and kills everything, and you're like, hmm, it would have been better to play Nexus 1 by herself in keyword with just the normal stuff. Okay. But, yeah. That's a different story, yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny because, like, when Nekima's good, she's fucking amazing. Yes. Oh, when Nekima's not good, it's like, ah, oh, sadness. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we got some really good information. And now, I, you convinced me at least that, like, I definitely got to start seeing this EBS uh, on the table more often. And I, damn, I, I really wish for Kia to, like, come out more. Yep. I agree. Like, I'd love her to come out, yeah. but she just doesn't. So you just need to see yeah. Maxine 2 more. But you, we don't need to think about Maxine 1. The answer is Maxine 2. Answer to everything. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, fair. I think... He, I, I will be... I'll try uh -huh. her. I think uh, you got Chris convinced to at least try her. I like one. convinced that she's OP, but... <laughs> so 40 millimeter base. Now you know, Chris. Yep. Now you know. Thanks again for checking us out, guys. Hope you enjoyed the the boys talking about the uh, talking about the EVS. There's a lot of cool things in there that I I'm a little worried about now. Maxine two definitely seems strong. If you have a keyword that you're interested in talking with us about, go ahead and hit me up either on Discord. You can email us at rage.quit.wire at gmail.com. Uh, you can also leave us a message on ragequitwire.com. Leave us a message if you want to talk about one of your favorite keywords and try to convince us how cool it is. Definitely hit me up. Uh, we're always uh, always open to do that. We're going to look at doing it one, once every month. With that being said, flip cards, flip tables. See you all next time. <laughs>